Good morning, everybody. Lower trade in the grain markets here on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down three and a quarter at 6.01 and a half. March soybeans down nine cents at 13.59. March Chicago wheat is down five, seven to 78 and a half. Last trade there. March Kansas City wheat down five and a quarter at 8.16 and a half. March spring wheat is down four at 9.95 and a half, back below $10 here this morning. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, hit that subscribe button. We hit 3,400 yesterday. My goal, of course, is to get to 5,000 subscribers. I believe we can do it in 2022. To hit that like button, leave me a comment. It'll help YouTube to spread these videos out. Would appreciate that. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. Check out my subscription service, $49.99 a month. Uh, for that uh, price, you'll get all of my uh, information. All my uh, emails go out every single business day uh, prior to the beginning of these live streams, so about 6.20 a.m. Uh, my text message service, subscriber-only videos have become very popular, and I do a new one every single day. Uh, yesterday, we tried to answer a question, and um, there's there's been kind of some chatter and some talk within the trade. There's going to be this big wave of farmers selling uh, in regard to cash corn after the first of the year. And I tried to do a, a poll. What I did was a poll of my customer base. And I asked them this. I said, in your neighborhood, do you believe the farmer is oversold, undersold? Uh, where are they in regard to their 2021 corn marketing? And I'm going to do a kind of a follow-up to that today and uh, discuss my findings. Uh, it's kind of an interesting situation. You know, prices are really good, but farmers are sitting on a lot of cash. There are a lot of moving pieces here. So I'm trying to answer that question here. What is what is actual farmer ownership of that 2021 corn crop? And what does that mean uh, for the first quarter of 2022? So if you're interested in that stuff, guys, definitely check out uh, that subscription deal. Uh, the big story here this morning, well, first off, is that we, we saw some nasty downside reversals in the corn and soybean markets yesterday. So here's your daily uh, March corn chart. And what you, this bar right here, if you're watching on YouTube, this is yesterday. So you went up, you posted some fresh multi-month highs, came down, finished the day lower, and you got a little bit of follow-through selling here this morning. So not a great technical action at all. The daily soybean chart looks very similar. You went up, uh, traded fresh multi-month highs, went down, finished the day lower. So those were downside reversals. The wheat market also uh, finished sharply lower for a second consecutive day. There were some big losses noted in the European wheat contracts. Volumes in this stuff, guys, kind of moderate. It's it's a holiday week. That doesn't mean that the moves don't matter. Uh, traders certainly preparing to close the books on 2021, however. Now, into more uh, tangible type stuff when it comes to supply and demand. These weather forecasts for your problem areas of South America look a little bit wetter here this morning, uh, certainly wetter than they did yesterday morning. Um, Argentina, these areas right here on my map, they're going to catch some rain. It's going to start around January 3rd or 4th and kind of accelerate from there. These northern areas of Paraguay in particular will be wetter, and then a lot of southern Brazil will be wetter. So the forecast certainly looks a little bit less threatening here this morning, and that that may be part of the reason for uh, yesterday's selling pressure and maybe some of the pressure that we're seeing here in the into this morning. I still have my doubts about how much of this rally can be attributed to South American weather and how much of it has to do with just speculative money flow, the expectation of this wave of commodity buying that I talked about extensively in yesterday's uh, podcast and video. So there's a, a lot of uh, moving parts here, certainly. Uh, now, on that same note, South American crop estimates are being cut. Uh, Dr. Michael Cordonier is a very well-followed crop scout. He reduced his Brazilian soybean production estimate to 140 million metric tons 
down from 142 previously. USDA is at 144. Uh, he cut his Argentina soybean production forecast to 48 million metric tons, down from 49 previously. USDA is at 49 and a half. Those are still big crops, guys. They're just not quite as big as uh, what some people might have thought a few weeks ago. And, you know, these numbers could change. I mean, if these rains come to fruition and the forecast shifts wetter, especially for Argentina, they've probably got a chance to, to um, uh, save some of this stuff at least. Uh, Dr. Cordonier also cut his Brazilian product, uh, corn production estimate to 114 million down from 115 previously. USDA is up at 118. That's still a huge crop. Uh, he cut his Argentina production estimate for corn down to 52 from 53. USDA is at 53. Uh, he noted a neutral to lower bias um, uh, regarding those numbers moving forward. These are some aggressive cuts, I would say, relative to what some other people think. I think a lot of traders believe kind of like the verdict is still out, but he's going ahead with these cuts and actually holds a lower bias. Uh, moving forward. We'll have an ethanol report from EIA later this morning. Production has generally been very strong. Uh, we slumped a little bit in ethanol production last week. Margins for the U.S. ethanol producer remain very good, but they have softened a little bit. They're, they're still excellent, but they've softened from where they were, uh, say, a month ago. From a seasonal standpoint, it would not be surprising at all to see um, some softer numbers here at the end of the year. And we started to see that last week, and you could see a softer number uh, here today again around the holidays. That's pretty normal. That report will be out at 9.30 a.m. Central Time. Natural gas prices in Europe have fallen uh, sharply. They've been down for like six consecutive days. They were down almost 10% uh, just this morning. There are some U.S. natural gas cargoes arriving in Europe. Um, there were some cargoes that were diverted from Asia and are going, moving toward Europe now. So natural gas prices in, in Europe are still up like 400% year over year. I suppose the optimist in me wants to say that maybe this will help you guys out on the fertilizer front, uh, but I don't know that I'd hold my breath about that, but uh, certainly something to be aware of here this morning. Uh, the cattle market yesterday finished uh, with some gains in the fat cattle. We were up more than a dollar in that nearby December, and then some more muted gains in the deferred contracts. Feeder cattle were up sharply. Uh, there was some cash trade, I believe, in the north, 138 to 140, not much in the south yet. We'll see what develops here today. Uh, boxes were up just a little bit yesterday. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is about flat. The S&P is up three points. The Dow's up three points. Very strong action in the stock market here recently. Bonds quiet. Uh, gold's down 15 bucks, and crude oil is down 38 cents in the March WTI contract, 75 20 three last trade there. Everybody have a great day today. I will talk to you guys same time tomorrow.